the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM, more stimulating talk, San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. The Glenn Beck Program coming up at 12 noon. Now, Rob Black, 910 AM, more stimulating talk. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Thanks so much for listening to this show. I got an email from Chris in San Francisco, and I recognize the email. It's funny, because oftentimes I I recognize emails, and I meet you in person. I go, oh, you're Bonnie. Oh, you're Aaron. Uh, And this one comes to me from Chris, and he goes, I used to manage my 401ks with my wife and myself. I did pretty good. I have an undergrad degree from Wharton and an MBA from Pepperdine. Things changed. I came down with cancer. Um, Had a medical accident. Uh, bad chemo. They gave the wrong chemo drug for my brain and totally messed me up. And I took your advice. I got a financial planner. I went with someone who could handle my accounts that was trustworthy and good to work with. It was my former boss who's a CFP. I think CFPs are critically important once you can no longer handle your accounts. And that typically means early on in life, you accumulate wealth. Later in life, you manage wealth. I'm still accumulating wealth. When I'm done with it, I'm going to let someone else manage it so that I can go play. What's the number where you want to turn it over? You should have a number in your head. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Anyway, I think Chris said, uh, you know, he said, thanks again for the great advice. And every now and then I get an email like that, that it's touching Um, in large part because my goal is to get you to retirement, kicking and screaming. My goal is to shock you into saving more money. My goal is to say things like, hey, stop buying the coffee if you're not saving for retirement. It, it sometimes I'm I'm right on and sometimes I miss and I know that eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls in the air it's eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls on the air let's go to Ed Ed in San Jose hey Rob hey Ed how are you I'm doing well um, so uh, sold a house in two thousand six got lucky timed it right um, looking for a house in your neck of the woods actually mid peninsula okay and um, so. You know, I, I'm kind of aware of real estate in general in the area, and, and the, the bad areas, you know, obviously I think they're, they're valued from more of a of cash flow perspective, and so they've really come down. So the East Palo Alto, you know, Richmond, and those kind of areas. But in areas that I want to live, um, you know, with, with decent school districts and whatnot, it, it doesn't seem like prices are really, you know, um, adjusted nearly as much. Right. And so the question is, you know, first off, if – you know, do you think interest rates are going to go up? You know, how, yes. how strong do you think the mortgage-backed security market is? 
and the 10-year Treasury uh, bonds. And then um, if interest rates do go up, do you, do you actually see any movement in the, in the prices, you know, in the places I want to live? Good questions. And first and foremost, I want to see interest rates go up. Otherwise, property values are going to continue to go down, Ed. Um, if if rates stay this low, it's telling you something's really wrong with the system, that there's no inflation, there's no job creation. Um, the Fed wants to raise interest rates because it says good things are happening. We're creating jobs. We're creating demand. Um, you know, we're trying to slow down an economy. So I want to see interest rates go up. As far as housing prices, I think we're one earthquake away from seeing another 10 to 20 percent correction on the downside across the board. Um, I don't see any stimulus out there for uh, most housing markets. Again, I live on the best street. I live in the best school district. Um, I live in a cute house. There's going to be demand for it. So I feel comfortable on that level. I would continue to look like that. But I do see rates creeping up, uh, maybe 25, 50 basis points over the next year uh, as the Fed stops buying mortgage-backed securities. And then after that, it's going to be about the economy. And you know, could we be a percentage higher in mortgage rates a year from now? Maybe. I think more likely half a basis point, uh, 50 basis points higher. So if you can get a mortgage rate now at 5%, maybe you'll get it at 55 If you can get it at 5.5 right now, maybe you'll get it at 6 say, a year from now. I don't see a massive catalyst. I don't see real estate running away. I don't, I don't see it. So, uh, again, shop and get what you want and uh, have a good agent. Um, I used Julie Geyer, and I think she did fantastic. She got me the most desirable street the most desirable city. It's not the most desirable city, excuse me. Great school district, but we did it over Easter. I mean, I was the only person to put a bid on the house. And if she had waited till Sunday or Monday to put her bid in, it would have been 1020 offers and I wouldn't have got it. So, so when did you jump in? Did you just jump in last year? Yeah. And again, I, Ed, I buy real estate knowing that I'm going to lose money. Um, I am. I, and I know that I could lose a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars on this house easily. So I'm going to live there and it's going to be my, instead of paying rent to someone else, I'm paying rent to myself. And that's one of the biggest pluses of, of owning a home. But do I count on it going up in value? Not at, not in the least, not in the least. So I like the tax deduction. I like the paying the rent to yourself angle. There's other issues. Go to Kevin in Palo Alto. Hello there. Hey, Kevin. Hi, Robert. How are you today? Good. You're a little on the perky side, Kevin. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a happy guy. I, uh, I get to work outdoors and see different places every day. And, uh, today my work consists of, uh, sitting in my truck, watching it rain. Cause I can't do my surveying. Okay. So you're okay. <laughs> it sounds like you, you get love in your life too. Uh, well, that's, uh, part of what I'm coming to you for. Okay. You're perky. I, I like that. that wrong. No, I, hey, I'm an attractive um, guy. I see what you're, you're going after. <laughs> Actually, my, my love interest has, uh, uh, four children of her own, and uh, I have one of my own, and I currently have a two-bedroom rental, and she is uh, uh, has a place that's uh, far away, and we'd like to remedy that. Okay. So I'm I'm looking to buy a home. Unfortunately, I have uh, little to no money for down payment. Right. Um, and I'm trying to put this together quickly. Is there such thing as hundred percent financing anymore? Not likely. Um... It depends on the deal, and I mean, it depends on the property and things along those lines, but uh, me being God's gift to credit, me being God's gift to income, I still had to put some collateral into the property um, just six months ago, so I doubt... And God's gift to radio, don't forget that. Stop, stop. I'm, I'm tooting my own horn, but toot. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I would do is um, contact my friend Tony at com and see where, you know, 
you're going to have to get an appraisal on the property. It's most likely that you're not going to be able to escape a down payment. Why, why don't you sell that, that your wife's property or your, is she a girlfriend or a wife? Uh, going to be my wife as soon as I can put this together. Okay. Um, we're, uh, we realize that there's no way that either of us could, uh, move into the other's place. They aren't big enough. Right. And, uh, so we're, we're trying to put this together and we'll, uh, I'd like to buy a ring, but the house is more important. Yeah. Um, and so we, we, uh, we're working on it, but getting the money for a down payment is difficult to do. I'm trying to put it together fast enough before the housing prices go up from your previous caller. It sounds like they may not have to be in quite such a rush. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that the, we've seen a lot of artificial demand created from government stimulus money, and that eventually is going to end. I think 2010 is ultimately going to be a sideways year, maybe 3% up, maybe 3% down in, in the better markets, uh, maybe another 10% down in, in some of the weaker markets. Uh, I don't see a catalyst. See that happen. <laughs> well, like, for instance, someone emailed me from Fairfield and said, you know, what do you think about my house? And I said, sucks. Um, because I look at Fairfield, I see there's not one job in that area that I, it's, it's too far north of Concord. It's, it's, it's just a bad job market and jobs are a big problem in our state. I mean, we're getting ready in a month from now, two months from now, Kevin, you're going to hear me talk about Schwarzenegger is going to try to slash this and that and this and that. And every time you slash that, it increases crime and that lowers property value. Every time you slash this, it, it cuts down on your education scores and that hurts property values. I don't see anything that's like, ooh, we're going to have a surplus and, and some of the things that increase property values like jobs are going to be you know flowing. Uh, with that said, I don't think you're in any immediate rush uh, to get on home values. I'm to buy a home in the Antioch area because I can still get to work from there, okay? And uh, uh, currently they're cheap. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't think I answered your question, but you can try to call it and talk to mortgage lender like Tony at barrierloansource.com and see if you qualify for anything. Thanks for the call, Kevin. Um, yeah, zero money down. It's not very likely. And what also Kevin said was he's got a property that's long distance, his wife's property uh, or his girlfriend's property. I'm a landlord and I hate it. I mean, it's so overrated. Yeah, I have someone paying my mortgage in North Carolina. Yeah, and it's gone up 4% in value each year for the last five years. Yeah, I'm, I'm so happy, but I hate it. You know, you forget to, like, you have an extra, you got more paperwork, you got to approve tenants. And, like, when they review tenants, I got a property management. They're not allowed to tell me, like, I go, are they scary looking? Do they have tattoos? And they're like, we're not allowed to say. I'm like, uh, like you want to like it? It just sucks being a landlord in distance relationships. Let's go to Mike in Petaluma. Mike, hey, how you doing, Rob? I'm good. How are the chickens? Uh, they're not too bad. Okay. Just about to go to work, so I got a couple questions for you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 23 years old. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I just got married uh, in August. Ooh, not a good choice. I... Not a good choice. <laughs> so I hear that you're. Uh... No, you're just too young. Women are fruit. Women are fruit that are meant to be tasted and loved, and, and like a fine wine. You may find that you got a cab when you ultimately find out like you're a champagne guy. Mm, I don't know about that, but okay. I got a good one, so I'm okay. going to take it. Okay, she got a good job. I got a great job. I made uh, about fifty thousand last year. So I'm uh, talking uh, about your wife. Does she have a good job? Oh, does she have a good job? Yeah, yeah. she has a great job. She's a tax professional, and uh, good. Uh, yeah. Good. So, te- I mean, does she have good teeth and good birthing hips? Oh, yes. Very good teeth. How about her birthing hips? Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't want the hips too tight because that, that might kill the baby. You want a little bit wider hips. <laughs> She's perfect. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we both have good jobs. Uh, we bought a house in April, um, and that's, you know, we bought it for like 
think 60% less than our neighbors did. Wow, good. So we got in at a good time in Santa Rosa. Okay. And uh, I just had a couple questions about my 401k. I'm putting about 6% in right now Okay. because that's what the company matched. And last year kind of just, you know, crapped out. So I just, I had it going in at 15% and I dropped it down to 6 uh, I kind of want to get your thoughts on that yeah. and uh, whether or not my portfolio was diverse enough. I've got one in uh, domestic large cap and then uh, about 50% in international. So okay. let's see. I think you're going to want some mid, some small, and some income okay. um, exposure in the future. No rush. You're 23 years old. You're young. you got your future ahead of you. You're, you're starting accumulation, and I like that. Um, 6% from the 401k. Here's the pros and cons. Some CFPs are going to say, do the matching because it's free money. I'm going to say the 401k is free money because you're not paying federal and state taxes, which probably you're in the 25 to 30% tax bracket. Now, you may have so many tax deductions that you're in the 15% tax bracket, where now suddenly you may say, maybe I should put that, that extra money, 6% in the 401k matching, yes. Maybe I should put that extra money into a Roth IRA. So I would either do more in the 401k because you're not paying state federal taxes on it and or more into a Roth IRA because your 401k later in life is going to be taxed at the, a tax bracket of income. So if you're paying yourself $50,000 a year, you'll be in the $50,000 a year tax bracket. So taking $50,000 out really means you only get to take $40,000 out because 25% of it's going to taxes. So the Roth, if you take $50,000 out in retirement, it all is to you and none to the tax man. So those are the two things I would consider, but add some more mid, small, and income. Um, 50% international is aggressive, even for your age. I'd go 40% international, but you're doing no wrong. You're accumulating assets and you're doing great. Congratulations. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639. It's 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Ahead at noon, Glenn Beck. Now, Rob Black. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. from Alan where he really dug what I do and uh, it was about last Thursday's show where I basically start by screaming about a real estate agent and you know he said you know you talk to Kim Commando and she's a, a Cub Scout leader and you know den mother and stuff like that and he kind of gets the show and his quote was many real estate agents confuse their money with intelligence um, it's, it's funny that's a good line that's a really good line. I'm stealing it. Um, I will steal content from you, and I will make it my own. I trust I trust me on that. Um, he, he he told me a little bit more about his demographic profile. He goes, I listen to his show at 9 a.m. I drive between jobs. I'm a telephone splicing and repair technician, four-year degree in aviation, minor in business, 42 years old, married the same woman for 44 years old. Now, how is that? No, no, he's married to the same wonderful woman, 44-year-old woman for 14 years they got an 11-year-old daughter and a 9-year-old boy. Um, here's the thing. Send me an email so I can delete it. Um, too much information. Too much information. I'm a jerk. Thank you very much. Um, still looking Still looking for the female uh, listener. Send me some email. You know, there's an article on um, the Wall Street Journal today, The Skinny on Your Weight. I know this is going to sound like incredibly offensive, but if you're not saving money, lose weight. 
you can actually add to your financial well-being by losing weight. It's the most crazy thing that I'm going to say, but if you're obese and no money, your retirement's going to suck. And I'm going to be the first person to tell you that. And I'm not politically correct. I will be taking off these airwaves sooner rather than later. Still no contract, John Scott. Still no contract. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, quick, you know what I mean? What I mean? Hey, Dave Pugh, why didn't you step in and throw me a bone? Throw me a freaking bone, Dave Pugh. How can a guy be working for free when he's talking about giving investment advice? Throw me a freaking bone, Dave Pugh. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. So one of the best things you could do is lose weight if you're not going to save money. Tomorrow, Moses comes down from the mountain. Steve Jobs is going to show us the Apple tablet, which will make gold from hay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I only like the hallelujah sound when it's all about hot dogs. I think hot dogs should be heavenly. But that's neither here nor there. Anyway, um, where do I go with this? Where do I go with this? Oh, home price is up slightly in the month of November. Hallelujah. Okay, so uh, Steve Jobs is coming down from the mountain. He's going to show us this Apple tablet, and it's going to be very amazing. And and then we're going to say, what's next? That's how Wall Street works. My television producer, Lindsay Nakono. Lindsay Nakono, why don't you love me? Um, She's asked me to come on and talk with Gabriel Slate today. He's the tech guy at Cron, and I'm the money guy at Cron. I'm like, no, I'm kind of bored. Don't want to do it. Sorry. <laughs> Taking the day off. But <laughs> tomorrow I'll talk about it because, well, he's talking about this really cool gadget that's going to cost $600. I'm going to be talking about, okay, so it comes out March 1st. I'm really interested about the 4G phone that's going to be coming out this summer and Verizon's getting their hands on it. So it, I don't work in the here now. I work six months in the future. I am from the future. Let's go to Martha on line one. Martha? Yeah. Yes, this is Martha. Listen here, Robert. I'm sick of you chastising the elderly with dementia and that use albuterol nebulizer treatments. And you have a spot next to Chemical Ali on the couch in hell. And I hope you burn. <coughs> Who do you think you are, Rob? Martha, are you wearing a diaper right now? Listen, you... Have you soiled yourself? Too? Have you soiled yourself, Martha? Listen, I take chest nitrates. I'm still alive. I'm not graveyard grass fertilizer yet. You constantly chastise Dick Clark without anybody in a senior citizen retirement home. You're probably a bulldozer driver that wants to wreck retirement homes, Martha, in my opinion. Martha, are you one of those old women who drives uh, a wheelchair, an electric wheelchair, and you don't really need to? You just do it because you're so damn lazy you can't get off up on your own two feet? I can still walk. My granddaughter drives me around. Real radio is the shadow and the green hornet, not heathens like you that probably live on a mountain. Covered. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Should I even address that, Heidi? Or just leave it there? I'm just going to leave it right there. Home prices up slightly in the month of November. The recovery in the housing market still alive, to some people's thought. Home prices eked out a two-tenths of 1% gain in November. Now, there's no clear signal of a sustained broad-based recovery, though. None, 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 none. The 20-city composite from the Case-Shiller Index, it's 20 largest cities. (laughs) Why did I just do that? The 20 largest cities in America, they're important because that's where jobs tend to go. 
So this is actually a pretty good indication of, of real estate prices. Now, if you're not in the, one of the top 20 markets, yes, you have a chance for appreciation, but a little bit less. To be quite honest with you, a little bit less because you lose the big job market angle. Now, again, like if you're living in Stockton and you, you know, cut chickens' heads off for a living, <laughs> bleed out little chicken, bleed out little chicken, someone else can come and take that, but the wages aren't going to double. The wages aren't going to triple. I just hired an attorney in San Francisco for $400 an hour. Why? Is, am I telling you that story? In large part because his house is going to appreciate. You hire, Excellent. You hire an attorney in Stockton. I mean, I don't even know they have attorneys in Stockton, to be quite honest with you. Anyway, 20-city composite, the S&P Case-Shiller Index, is important because it's 20 cities. Now, of that, we're down 29.2% since second quarter of 2006. Average home down 29.2% in the biggest markets in the United States. That's stunning. That is 12 to 15 years of future growth to get back to that. Could it be faster? Absolutely. But it's been pretty fast and furious on the downside. Strongest cities were on the West Coast. San Francisco, San Diego, L.A. The five that fell included Chicago, Miami, and New York. Now, seasonal adjustments made on the market seem a little bit stronger. The winter pause that people thought was going to happen seems to be happening. The pricing data lags by one month, the sales data. November home sales were usually unusually strong, thanks in large part because of the government tax credit. Where do I go with this? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it right there. Housing prices eked up a little bit. Strong markets were on the West Coast. Uh, again, I want to count on housing prices to rock and roll. Ooh, Verizon, big telecommunication company. They added 2.2 million mobile subscribers in the last 90 days, but they're going to cut employees in large part because corporate America is not sitting down butts and saying, bring in some, you know, data phone lines for us. Verizon began selling the Motorola droid smartphone. They made strides to catch up in last year's turbulent economy. They took steps to try to strengthen their balance sheet. So they're cutting a large part of their sales of not of their sales force, but of their installing sales force. So, um, so they're going to be about 10% more cuts. That's a lot of people tied towards layoffs at Verizon. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Wind power up 39% for the year. Supposedly, Clear Channel gets Rush Limbaugh um, to supply a lot of wind power for the, the, the network. It's the killers. Who doesn't love the killers? Let's stretch this into break. Let's let's give it more than 15 seconds. Let's go 30 with it. 800-345-5609 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5609. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Close your eyes. Clear your heart. Stimulating talk.
chili peppers, also known as the chilies. Most of their work is top-notch, in my opinion. I was listening to the Talking Heads last night. I was watching Stop Making Sense. For some reason, I always go back to that. It just calms me down. It relaxes me. Um, genius David Byrne. Genius David Byrne. He does Psycho Killer. He starts Stop Making Sense off with Psycho Killer. And uh, he plays a, a beatbox. And halfway through it, he, st- he, he starts tumbling and he starts tripping. And what you don't get is that he's recreating the scene from Singing in the Rain. And uh, he, he's being the goofy Gene Autry outside with the umbrella while he's on stage. I like the thought of mixing stage with music. I always have. One of the things I try to do on this show is, is not just to be good God, boring Ron Owens. What should we do with the American who killed 13 people? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be clean. I'm not going to be cut. I'm not going to be dry. I'm not going to be expected. I'm going to give you the best financial advice that I can give to you. And in between, I'm going to say some stupid stuff. And in between, I'm going to say some genius stuff. Uh, um, for instance, there's a company that does energy efficiency work. Um, it's called Internoc. Ticker symbol, or uh, it's the way you spell it is E-N-E-R-N-O-C. I mean, that doesn't even translate well into radio, right? So sometimes you have to figure out, like, how do I translate this into radio so people will get it? Uh, well, you remember ENIAC computer and UNIAC computers, uh, ENIAC, uh, think of that. Think ENOC, ENOC. So the company is an energy efficient company. It's got two sets of partners generating revenue from one set and sharing revenue with the other. There's about 80 hours a year when electricity demand peaks to keep lights shining and air conditioners humming. Utilities must use their 10% of generating capacity, their extra 10%, their last 10%. Something that's not enough, causing brownouts or even blackouts. Should a utility build a costly generating facility or contract for emergency standby power? Um, That's what this company does. They substitute efficiency for capacity. They line up end users of electricity, hospitals, supermarkets, university, light industries. It's demand at a peak kind of play. It's got a premium pricing tied towards it. So you're playing electricity, demand for servers. You're playing electricity, um, clean energy. You're playing wind power and all that kind of stuff in the grid that's old and decaying. And the company is called Internoc. So ticker symbol E-N-O-C, E-N-O-C. Do I want you to buy it? I want you to look at it. Because it's a good story. It's a good trend. Let's go to Bob in San Carlos. Bob? Bob, I was in the stock market, but then I trashed it because I didn't reach the peak. But I made a profit. And I'm addicted to your show. Like crack cocaine? No, to your show. Well, no. Are you, like You're addicted like crack cocaine. Oh, no, I got off that stuff. Well, no, no, no. Do, do me a favor. Say a liner. Say, I'm addicted to Rob Black. Rob Black is my crack cocaine. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I, you know, I blame you for all my screw-ups. No, no. I, I need a liner. I need you to do professional radio work for me. Say, Rob Black is like crack cocaine. Rob Black is like crap cocaine. No, no. Crack cocaine, not crap. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Now you're making me into a dung beetle. No, I'm not. You know what, you know what you're doing. You no, know what I, dung beetles do? What, what do they do? They push around their own poop. Well, you've had experience with that, right? I, I love feces. Well, I'm sure you can get enough. You know what I did as a kid that I'm sure every one of us did? was I looked at my poop, and I never understood why it had seeds in it. I compliment my garden with that. You know, human poop and dog poop doesn't, doesn't actually help gardens. Well, something like that I don't care about. Cow poop does, but dog poop and human poop don't, so don't poop in your own garden. No, I, I use other people's. Really? What I can't stand, there's a bunch of crooks in this world. Okay, like who? You can't leave anything out on the sidewalk, they take it, or they come in your yard and take it, and they say, you touch me, I'm going to have your ass thrown in jail. 
Bob, that's actually me who's taking stuff from your, your front yard. Oh, you haven't, you haven't got the secret. You know, you know what I used to do is I used to, um, in college, I used to collect, not steal, but I used to collect uh, lawn gnomes. You probably borrowed them from somebody else, never I'm, returned them. Something like that. Yeah, I can't stand people like that. But I'm, I'm addicted to your show. Keep it up, sir. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. Bye-bye. That was a very odd call. Suddenly, I want to move from San Carlos. Bob scares me. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. You know, it's interesting. Best Buy. I was flipping through a Best Buy advertisement the other day. And one of the things that they actually do is they actually are reaching out to Muslims. It's kind of weird in America, right? We're not a, we're not a very Muslim-friendly advertising society. You know, happy Eid al-Adha. I can't even pronounce it. The good wishes for an important religious holiday celebrated by Muslims seemed a milestone in U.S. marketing. I finally felt that they're recognizing Muslims. It's weird. Businesses are doing everything they can right now. Muslims spend money in this country. Muslims aren't bad people in any way, shape, or form. But in media, I mean, geez, if you're a Muslim, you're on 24 as a bad guy. Which, for the record, 24 is it's a comic book show. It's, it's, it's a living, breathing comic book. The controversy underscores the continuing obstacles that retailers and other companies face in marketing to a U.S. Muslim population. You know how many Muslims there are in the United States? 2.3 million. Advertising industry is you know, studying this, urging companies to cash in on $170 billion in purchasing power. Oftentimes on the show, I say, you know, if you, you want to be a financial planner or a financial analyst, if you want to do what I do, have a niche. You're African-American. There's not a lot of African-Americans who are, who are talking about investing. They're just not. There's one that I used to work with, a guy named Eugene Prophet. He played safety for the New England Patriots, and then he got in the money business. But you don't see a lot. If you're Muslim, you don't see a lot of Muslims talking about investing, right? So always find a niche. The most successful way you can become uh, in, in business is find a niche that's underserved. Let's go to Carl in Petaluma. Carl? Hey, morning, Rob. Have uh, have you got any thoughts to share regarding uh, Mr. Buffett's baby Burks? Uh, who would be who would be an appropriate purchaser for for that uh, class share, and what you would expect from it? Sure. Um, baby Berkshire is the B shares of Berkshire Hathaway, and they were created because Berkshire Hathaway is so crazy expensive. He's never done a stock split, and it was a basic way of encouraging you to pick up shares because they track Berkshire Hathaway. For instance, Berkshire Hathaway, if you were to buy a share, it's $102,610. So it's too expensive for the average person to buy even one share. So the baby Berks are are, are considerably cheaper, uh, but they get the same type of return. Um, so it's kind of a tracking angle is probably, I don't know if that's the right way of saying it, but um, who would it be appropriate for? I, I love Warren Buffett. Um, $68 can get you his management, can get you his insight. He buys companies that are cash flow positive. He buys value. Most of us in the United States, we look at stocks and we go, give me growth. Give me Apple. Give me Apple, 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 Apple. Apple's going to $1,000 a share. It's $209. I'm going to make so much money I can retire. But this guy, he's a cool cat. Uh, Warren Buffett is like, let's buy, you know, um, yogurt cost two or three to two to five cents to make a cup of yogurt and we could sell it for four bucks. Like he's, that's what he focuses in on. And 
you know, there's no shame in that. He's not Michael Jordan. He's not going to lead the league in scoring. But his the time that he stays on the floor, he's going to score more points than he gives up. So he's a huge valuable asset in value. So I'd buy the Berkshire B. I have no problem with Berkshire Hathaway in any way, shape, or form. Right. So, and I, I think they're, it's appropriate for some value in your portfolio. And here's the thing, Carl. Uh, young, sexy people could buy it, too. There's no shame in that. Um, older people who want a little less volatility, they'll go, oh, give me a Berkshire Hathaway. Give me Warren Buffett. But younger people could buy it because it's Geico. It's reinsurance. It's national indemnity. It's, it's Fruit of the Loom. It's Dairy Queen. It's John Manville. It's Clayton Holmes. It's Diamonds. He owns a diamond company. Diamonds are the most ridiculous, ridiculous investments of all time. Little rock that you put on your finger. They look pretty. So, but they're ridiculous investments. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Talk a little bit more about, what do I want to talk about? I don't know what I want to talk about. I'm suddenly at a... I'm suddenly at a work in the road. Japan today, there's some stories out of Japan on credit rating. And Standard Poor's may cut Japan's sovereign credit rating. This is important. This is the first cut since 2002. And ultimately, it's mounting public debt. Their debt is out of control. So for them to borrow more money, because their revenues aren't coming in as fast as their debt's going up, they're going to have their debt you know, cut. Now, this is the United States in 20 years. Not the United States today, but the United States in 22, 20 years. Greece is having a lot of problems. Ireland's having a lot of problems. So investing is not necessarily safe anymore. To maintain the trust of international financial markets, Japan has pledged to have fiscal discipline. You know, Barack Obama today says, let's create a joint task force to study how we can cut costs out of our budget while where can we increase taxes that aren't going to freak people out. And the Senate said, veto, no. They don't even like the idea of potentially spending less money. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Intel is mentioned positively in Barron's. To me, Intel's a trading stock. And let me explain this to you. I think there's investments. I think there's trading stocks. Uh, Intel historically trades at a PE between 16 and 25. When it's at 16, I'll buy it. When it starts creeping up 22, 23, 24, 25, I'm going to let it go. I don't have to own it till the day I die. I, I don't. You know, mom and pop taught us, you know, buy and hold. You don't have to have everything in your portfolio, buy and hold. Now, some when you're 20, 30, 40, 50, if you want to buy Intel every couple of weeks, I think you'll be fine. It's called accumulation. And accumulation is a great strategy. Later in life, you move from accumulation to managing. That's all the time that I got for today. God willing. Rain willing. Everything else willing. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, talk 910. Glenn Beck's coming up. Glenn Beck's coming up. Uh, you can find me online at robblack.com, robblack.com. Thanks so much for everything. I'll talk to you tomorrow, 22 hours from now. And um, it's more stimulating talk. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.